the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. All right, it's a Friday. Let's get with it. There's a lot, and I do mean a lot, uh, to talk about today with Robert Steinbach, who is a law professor over at Bowen School of Law. His opinions are his and his alone, not necessarily those of the School of Law or the university to which it is ascribed. And then, of course, uh, Chris Corbett is with us. He is a practicing attorney uh, out in Conway. His specialty is engineering law, uh, but he gets his fingers into everything, and uh, he's been fighting the powers to be. I, you know, when I introduce you now, Chris, I think how I'm going to start it off, I'm going to start it off with uh, a little Isley Brothers and fight the powers that be. <laughs> I love it. You remember that I'm song? I'm good. Right? I, you remember yeah, that song? I'm, I'm, Oh yeah, and I, I love ACDC. Oh my, I love ACDC. Well, I know you love ACDC. But ACDC <laughs> is the greatest party band, and just comes in above Van Halen by a by by a hair. It's, they're yeah. they're above they're above Van Halen by a frog's hair. That's where they're at. And then the Who come in right right there in the top three. Those oh, nice three, the Who. Great, yeah, the three great party bands of all time. All right, with that all in mind, uh, although. You know, Stone Temple Pilots are pretty good, too. I mean, come on now. <laughs> Don't get me started now. I'll forget to talk about the important stuff. Uh, you know, because she's starting to talk music and movies. I love talking music and movies. Uh, Robert, how are you today? I know that you have this whole snow thing hasn't even bothered you since you're not leaving your house. Well, I'm doing very well, and in fact, I left my house once. I went really? shopping at Sam's Club. Oh, my uh, Lord. As you know, I am now uh, twice vaccinated, and I, oh, really? uh, nonetheless, I know that. double masked. Oh, yeah. Uh, where'd you get, part of you, uh, Category 1B. Would you get Say again? Where'd you get your oh, shots? Oh, I got them uh, through a Baptist, and I'm, I'm, uh, since I'm a teacher, uh, I qualify. And they did a wonderful job at Baptist, and, and to, I got to knock on, well, that's not the right phrase. I got to give credit also where credit's due to the university, because they helped coordinate all this stuff and sent out information on it, and it was seamless. So credit to the University of Arkansas at Little Rock, or University of Arkansas at Little Rock, uh, and credit um, to Baptist. Uh, and credit where credit's due to the uh, to the governor's office for putting us on the list 
so that we can get the shots. You know, I will criticize when criticism is due, but I also credit when credit is due. And so I was nonetheless all masked up and everything worked well until I checked out. And when, you know, when you leave Sam's, they look at your receipt. That was fine. And then they got to pick through your stuff to find some item on the receipt to confirm that that item is on the receipt, which of course doesn't make any sense to me because you should be looking for the item that's not on the receipt. But in any event, um, other than them uh, getting their <clears throat> paws all over my food, uh, it worked pretty well. <laughs> I'm, I'm, Rob, Rob, the, didn't the you know they're doing that for your benefit? That's right. You know, those receipts always to make sure you know, you're it, not charged twice. <laughs> right, right. Let me tell you, every time someone does something for my my benefit, to paraphrase uh, President Reagan, I check for my wallet to see if it's still there. That's what I always say. <laughs> and sometimes it ain't. Yeah, and are they are they doing it like Harry Brown of the Libertarian Party said? They're breaking your legs so they can come back later and offer you crutches for free. Exactly. <laughs> Amen, brother. Be wary. Be wary, wary when they try to help you out. I'm from the government, right. and I'm here to help. The, That's right. So the worst <laughs> Most dangerous words, words said here, Reagan. They, they, they definitely are. All right, guys. Well, let, let's start off. I want to get catch up on some stuff with you guys because I haven't even talked to you this week. Uh, first of all, uh, Robert, if I'm not mistaken, a few months ago when I was asking you about uh, teaching uh, the Constitution there at uh, uh, Bowen School of Law, you told me that around this time you would be finding and things would be more clarified about whether uh, you were going to get that uh, that gig. And it was you and uh, who's your buddy's name? Oh, Josh uh, uh, Silverstein, is that who yeah. you're talking about? Yeah, the two of you were going to teach the class together. You the conservative, Josh, the liberal, and give both sides of uh, uh, the issue, how the liberals see uh, the Constitution, how conservatives see the Constitution. What's come of that? Well, that's a good question, uh, Dave. Um, uh, Just to be clear, it wasn't that we would teach the same class, meaning at the same time, although that is actually a possibility, not one that uh, I've considered, really, but it is about the notion was that we would have teachers at the school who would teach the law. We would both teach it and make sure we taught both the conservative and the liberal perspective, because across academia, that doesn't take place. Right. Uh, And and we haven't heard yet. And I'm and. And that's okay in one sense, meaning it doesn't need to be filled quite yet. So why make a decision today, as the Peanuts character would say, when Snoopy, uh, when you can push it off till tomorrow? (laughs) So uh, I'll grant you that. uh, But I will also say I'm a little cautious, maybe, is the right answer, because I recently asked the administration, hey, you know, I haven't been appointed to any of the key committees Of course, key committees determine how the school operates, and we run a system under faculty governance. So those committees really determine what happens. Uh And, right? And and you know what the response I got was? Well, you got to trust my judgment. Well, with all due respect, (laughs) my question was exactly that. My question was I haven't been put on, on any key committee, meaning, with all due respect, I'm questioning the judgment. I thought that was clear. The question was, why was your judgment to do this? And if the answer is, trust my judgment, well, that's not an answer. 
at all, is it, Dave? And so those kind of statements always concern me. Also, when we get statements that are just factually inaccurate, like uh, I had mentioned that I'm one of the most published authors on the faculty, and I was told, no, you're not. Well, I've literally published more, excuse me, full-length articles in high-level journals than every other faculty member. And the response was, well, you published a short article in in such and such. Yeah, on top of full-length articles in every other in high-level journals. Oh, well, you know, so-and-so published a good article, really good article. Yeah, he did. I agree. He's good, too. It's so it's it's, you know, kind of you wind up in this bizarro land of discussions when you deal with academia in general. And so, yeah, I'm, I want to know, do I get one of these uh, teaching positions for a uh, for constitutional law, which is so critical in educating young lawyers, because it's where leftist political ideology is planted. And I'm not going to plant conservative political ideology, neither is Josh going to plant liberal political ideology, because unlike many, many academics around this country, both he and I will teach them both. And that is lacking so far. All right. With that that in mind, how does the university... They get their money. Do they take their money and decide which which classes to teach? Or do people that have big wallets come in and say, hey, look, I'd like to put X amount of dollars into this department or whatever? How does that work? Well, that varies uh, from, um, uh, uh, you know, how a school operates, how much influence they have from outsiders. One thing that influences outsiders are these uh, what we call named professorships. Uh, And uh, actually, I'm up for a named professorship. Uh, You know, now that you mentioned that, I didn't put the two together, but maybe that's why I'm getting statements like, you're not one of the most accomplished scholars, even though I am one of the most accomplished scholars. Maybe it's a prelude to not giving me a named professorship, even though I have, let me be clear, earned a name professorship. Uh, and those name professorships, they, they are endowed for often for specific reasons. And so uh, those people that put that money in can, can focus uh, where resources go. We have one, for example, from the um, Arkansas Bar uh, Association, and that's for someone who's involved with Arkansas law. Now, of course, I can't think of anybody on the faculty who's more involved with the Arkansas with Arkansas law than me. Of course, I'm the co-author of the treatise on the Arkansas Freedom of Information Act. No other faculty member uh, has written uh, so seminal and influential a work on Arkansas law. Uh, I practice law in Arkansas. I'm an admitted lawyer in Arkansas. There's only, I think, three or four of us, on, maybe five, on the whole faculty. Uh, as you know, I'm appointed to various commissions uh, in Arkansas. And 
I help write legislation that has become law. I help write bills that have become law in Arkansas. I'm not sure any other faculty member uh, currently on our faculty uh, has done that. So we'll see what happens with that. Dave, you're asking all the right questions. Someone's whispering in your ear, Dave, I think. You know, you've got a lot of people. You've got a lot of people I know that converse with you about all of these things. So that's a those are those are insightful questions. Not that that means aren't what, what that, that means is that i understand how the scam has worked that's all mm-hmm. i hear you <laughs> i hear you brother i know how the scam mm-hmm. has worked all right hey it's 17 after six we're going to come back yeah. and i'm going to ask more questions about some of this and then i got a question for corbett and then i want to find out what you guys your thoughts your final thoughts on uh, rush limbaugh on are since he passed away uh, here just recently, so I want to talk to about him. Then we're going to get into the really great news. Well, I don't know if it's great, but it's the news that everybody's talking about that are talking politics here in the state, and that is uh, Hendren saying he's going to run as as a as a uh, independent. And who who broke that story first here in Central Arkansas? You're sure. Uh, I know who it is. Dave Ellsworth. Yeah, we've been talking I'm not about that. We've been talking You've been, about that for some time. You called time. it, baby. You yeah. called it. Well, I couldn't see him running as a Republican. He was going to get his butt whooped. All right, we're going to take a break, then we're going to come back, and we're going to talk about more here on uh, the Dave Ellswick Show. It is a Friday. It's good to have you along for the ride today. Uh, be careful out on the roads. They are, as I like to say, they're as slick as goose knot out there right now uh, because they've refrozen overnight. Uh, the cars haven't been running over them enough to get them uh, warmed up and, and get that uh, that black ice melted that's out there. Can I say black ice now, or should I say dark Uh-oh. ice? Uh-oh. I, bet, I guess I better say dark ice. Uh, dark ice out there, uh, you know, melted. Uh, I'm parked at the bottom of my hill because I can't get up the hill to my house right now. So I'm waiting for the wow. sun to come out and uh, to start uh, melting some of this stuff off. And we can get down instead of uh, ice, we can get down to asphalt. All right, more coming your way in just a moment. Be careful out there. Go slow. Plenty of room. Uh, start stopping a lot sooner than you normally do because you never know when you put on the brakes that your brakes aren't working and you're on you're on your way for a ride. Uh, We'll be back with more with Robert Steinbach and Chris Corbett here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Okay, back with you. Let's get over to Chris Corbett here for a moment. Chris, uh, you've been contemplating uh, either running for state representative or running for state senator. Uh, Are you any closer to a decision? I mean, this is something I've been talking about for months as well. Yeah, I'm I'm leaning towards the Senate race, Dave, Okay, here in Conway. They're going to redistrict right. the lines, and uh, so it's going to be interesting. It's going to be a whole new race. It's not It's not going to be anybody's, really, technically, anybody's old seat, which uh, Jason Rapert's going to leave. So um, we've got uh, Spencer Hawks here. He's the current House representative, um, not taking votes in, uh, in committees on special elections, which has got me bothered. And um, Wait, wait, what um, do you mean by that? I'm, I'm really, what do you mean? Well, I... I just heard that uh, Spencer Hawks is in these committees, and they're trying to get these bills out of committee to get the full House vote. And I hear that uh, Mr. Hawks is not voting on; he's voting present. Um, oh my gosh! Clearly, I can't, you know, elections. 
I'm no, sorry, Chris. It, I just, it, 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 we've talked about special elections yeah. so often. They're a big yeah. scam for the left. Yeah. They're a big money yeah. giveaway. If you're a conservative, you vote against special elections. And what you're telling me is that he didn't even vote? That's what that's the, that's exactly it's a well it's a present vote which is essentially a no vote yeah right it's a no vote and so you can put yeah well you put bo- a leg on both sides of the fence right oh well maybe I didn't understand the bill whatever you voted no well here's here's what I always say about committees you know this uh, my listeners know this committees are where bills go to die. And if they can if they can kill them in a committee, uh, they're more happy to do that because they're not on the record most of the time for how they vote, because they do a voice vote for the most part. Excuse me. And uh, they don't have to have their name down saying, yeah, I didn't vote for this. So that people, for instance, like you, Chris, who may be running for a a position uh, can't say, well, why didn't you vote? for this bill this is this is a republican stalwart this is if you're a republican right. you don't want special elections it costs more money uh mm-hmm. and they, they skew the results and all the rest because we've seen all of the all the the academia on this and it, it's very simple if you can get things into a special election whatever it is that you're running uh for is um has a better chance of of passing I got, yeah, you know, I took a I took a politics class during my engineering curriculum, and I loved it. And and this this teacher, I wish I could remember her name. Back in the the nineties, when when I was introduced to Rush, um, but they, they said you should vote your three C's: colleagues, conscience, and constituents. And what what Jim Hendren's done is he he's abandoned his colleagues by leaving the GOP, right? right. But what did he do to the constituents that had given him money? Thinking he was a Republican, um, you know it's it's He's crazy. Left him so, behind. and then it also leads, yeah, it, it also leads me into into Rush. Rush in '94, the Republicans took over like 50 seats in the House because yeah. one, I think, because Rush came out and said Republicans aren't cutting school lunches. It like my my mind like opened up. I was like, who is this guy on the radio? This is three years prior to Fox News, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Rush comes out and says, hey, guys, um, you got $10,000 last year, and you're getting $13,000 next year instead of $15,000. It's not a, a, a decrease in the, in the increase. It's not technically a decrease in you know, cutting school funding. Am I making sense that Rush brought this out yeah. and opened my eyes to the spin that the Dems were saying? And then it wasn't just spin, Dave. It was lies. They were uh, lying, and guess what? They paid for it. Yeah. And now and, we get to and, see it. And guess what? Yeah. Ha- they haven't stopped yet. <laughs> yeah, it, it's amazing to me. I, like, I, you know, I was saddened by yeah. Russia's passing, and um, and did, um, when you heard that, yeah, he brought. When you heard that, Chris, how did you feel? Yeah, I was stunned. I was stunned and saddened, and I immediately came back to that politics class that I took, and I, my buddy, my roommate was big into politics. And I was like, why are you listening to that crap? You can't do anything about it anyways. And then I was like, oh, wait a minute. Hold up. They're they're not cutting school funding? Well, that's all the Dems have been saying. They, Republicans are cutting school funding. They have pack, they're going to get three packets of ketchup instead of um, four or something. I was like, no, 
and then they get, and then it's the spin. You know, it's a, a decrease oh, yeah. in the increase. That's Hold right. On. Wait a minute. That, that's the thing. A lot of people don't understand that it isn't that that money wasn't increased to a particular program. It's because uh-huh. uh, it is. You know, it is because they didn't get as much of an increase as they wanted. So they say it was a that's cut. Right. It's, it's never been a cut. That, that That's the truth of the matter. It's it's hard to get a truck a, a cut through. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, so l- let um, me go back. I got a, I just got a, um, a text message saying that up in Faulkner County, where where you live at, yeah. Chris, saying that they're ripping hawks for uh, the whole thing about special elections as well, and that there are emails, oh, calls, and texts going out uh, dealing with all of this, and. Uh, you know, this is not a, a man who's bold and that you, you're you going to want to be in there in especially a couple of years because, uh, you know, whether it's Rutledge or whether it's Sanders that are is the governor, I particularly think it's going to be, you know, Sanders that's going to be, be in there. Uh, that right. uh, bottom line is uh, there's going to be some bold changes that are going to come about. Yes, there is. Yeah, and when you, you, your, your constituents, one of the C's, they send you to Congress down there, the state Congress, to do your job, right? Yeah. You're well, there to vote. You're there to vote. If yes, you, you don't are. vote, what in the heck are you doing? I agree. You're playing politics. I what you're doing. Yeah, you're playing. You nailed it, Dave. You're playing politics. You're playing politics because you just want to be – one of the people that's casting a vote in the House of one of a hundred, and if you're over in the in the Senate, one of thirty-five, and uh, that's right. That's you, right. You want you want to wield some power. All right, we got to get to uh, the news. It's coming up, guys. When we come back, let's talk some more about Hendren. I bo- I sent you both an email just re- uh, here in a moment a moment ago from Roby Brock nice. uh, article that he had about this it's called the common ground party what's that all about well we're going to tell you about it when we come back here on the Dave Ellswick show stay tuned news is next all right 25 minutes to 7 Robert Steinbach is here with me from the Bowen School of Law he's a law professor there his opinions are his and his alone and not necessarily the Bowen School of Law or the university to which it belongs. And Chris Corbett is with us from out of uh, Conway, out in Faulkner County. Uh, and uh, we want to welcome Chris to the show as well. Uh, he's looking at either running for state rep or state senator. That's why we were talking a little bit about the rep uh, position with Hawks. Uh, dealing with him and uh, who's holding that position right now. As far as the Senate uh, goes, uh, that's still Rapert. He still holds the position that he's held now for uh, several years. By the way, I, you know, there's an old saying that says no good deed goes unpunished. Uh, I, I believe no good deed should go unmentioned uh, when I see a good deed that's been done. And I wanted to talk about a guy that lives out here in my uh, suburb by the name of Nick Massingill, and um, I saw that he left a, a note for me last night on my uh, Facebook. Elizabeth let me know about it. He was out yesterday. Look, like every other suburb here in central Arkansas, we were buried under snow. We probably had 9 or nine to 11 inches of snow over the two snows that we had, and there was no moving in the suburb. Uh, as Robert knows, this is not the north when it comes to snow. Uh, and where I grew up at, 
this was just a, a glitch, and they'd had the roads cleared uh, way before uh, that it started piling up. They'd had the plows out and plowing the snow off and throwing salt down. But uh, we don't do that in the south, so you just get used to trying to do the best that you can for a couple of days until it warms up enough that it starts melting it off. Well, Nick got out with his four-wheeler yesterday, and he had a plow on it. And he plowed our side street, and he plowed the main drag, Wildwood, uh, uh, for everybody so we could get out of the, our subdivision. And I don't know how many side streets that he did, but he did a lot yesterday uh, on his own. And I, I saw him doing, uh, doing it. I didn't know who it was. I just knew somebody out there doing a really good deed. And uh, I went out, and uh, I wanted to give him 100 bucks for what he was doing. He needed to be compensated for the good work that he was doing, and he uh, he wouldn't take the money. He said, "Nah," he says I don't need it. And I said, "Well, look, I got the hundred dollars here. How about you do my you do my uh, my uh, driveway, and I give you the hundred bucks?" And he says, "Nope." He says, "I'll do your driveway. Don't worry about it." And he says, "I'm just filling up my karma bucket, my good karma bucket." And I said, I just kind of laughed, and I said, uh, uh, "I really appreciate everything you've done." And uh, for everybody that listens to the show from my uh, suburb, which is a lot of people, uh, you you see Nick, thank him. Would you say thanks to you? And if you work with this guy, tell him that he's uh, you know he's a great American and he's and he's really a great neighbor. That that's. Uh, a great neighbor. And, Nick, I just wanted to personally talk about you on the air today so that uh, uh, people knew the good things that you did. Uh, let me read to you what he wrote to me last night on, on Facebook. It says, hey, Dave, this, it's a snowplow guy, LOL. Uh, just wanted to let you know your, gra- your garage door kept tripping the safety sensor after you left. Because I ran, as soon as I could get out, I went over to all over to Walmart. I shouldn't bother it. There's nothing on the shelves. Uh, got the snow cleared out of the way and managed to get it shut. Just wanted to, to let you know, in case anyone mentions that some stranger was going in and out of your garage trying to get the door shut. So uh, I, I appreciate it. Thank you much, Nick. And uh, to anybody who was thinking that somebody was trying to rip me off, he wasn't. It was somebody doing a good deed. And uh, so as far as I'm concerned, his good karma bucket overflows this morning, uh, as far as that's concerned. <laughs> All right. So Good for him. Yeah, really. I mean, that's wonderful good, news. That That's a good neighbor. That, mm-hmm. That's an Arkansan. I mean, I, I, I've been in, you know, where trees have fallen in my yard and somebody will walk up and it's got a chainsaw and says, hey, let me help you awesome. take care of that and uh, start cutting the tree, you know, so we can get it out of the way and stuff like that. Great stuff. Now, I will say that I went to Walmart. Everything was good until I came back, and then I tried to get back up the hill I live on. And, Robert, you know the inclines i got to go up on. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. Uh, there was no getting up there. I would get up to a little wow. spot, and there's a little bump in the road, and that little bump just stopped me every time. So I'm parked at the bottom on the main drag uh, in front of my house. So 
today they're supposed to get a lot of sunshine. I Since uh, Nick knocked all the heavy snow off, uh, we should have dry pavement later on today to drive up. So, man, I, I just got to tell you, it was great just to get out of the house for a few minutes, to be honest, guys. I was having cabin fever badly. I, I was getting mm-hmm. ready to, if you walked in my house, I may have tried to cook you. And ate you like a cannibal. I'm just letting you know that that, that part that part in my that part of me was coming out. You know, I go stir crazy if I can't get out. I just do. I I agree. I start walking from the front door to the back door to the front door to the back. It drives my wife crazy. Try would you sit down? I've been sitting down. You know that kind of stuff. Uh, it was. A, it, I hate that. All right, so I you're getting you, cabin fever, cabin fever. Man, that's bad. You think about that. I would never, I would never survive in Alaska, would I? All right, so that's why they name it. Yeah, yeah, because you get stuck in a cabin and can't do, can't do anything. Hey, listen, let's talk to Willie just real quickly here. He's got a comment. Hey, Willie, how are you doing? Uh, trying to stay warm, Dave. All right, well. Yeah, you know, be, take good care of the power companies now. They're saying they can't keep up with the demand. So, you know, you know, well, make sure you sit yeah. there with a, you know, do your Jimmy Carter thing and put a sweater on. For people who are okay. old enough, they know what I'm talking about. But go ahead. I did a good deed yesterday. Oh, good. What'd you do? A young lady's car wouldn't start in my complex. Yeah. I had I had happened to have some jumper cables in my trunk. Uh-huh. And she got her car started. Oh, great. Did you tell her to go get a new battery? No, uh, her, her boyfriend, I think, is taking care of that. No. Well, your loss. Oh, well. <laughs> what do you think, Robert and Chris? Well, good for you, deal. my friend. Doing great. You can use a little more of that kind of behavior. Well, right. that that behavior is out there. There's no doubt about it. I bet you there were people who got stuck in parking lots and people got out of their cars and helped push them. I mean, you see that kind of stuff happen. It just lets you know that not everybody, uh, you know, is is a, is a crazy bee out there. So just keep your minds on that. Thanks, Willie. We'll, well talk to you later. I got to let you go, Willie. I got to get to get to the, the serious stuff here. I sent uh, a uh, Roby Brock article to uh, Chris and to uh, uh, Robert dealing with this uh, move by Hendren on. Uh, uh, starting a new party in the state called the Common Ground Party, and uh, so Hendren says he's going to be a, he's going to be an independent. He's going to run uh, for governor as an independent. Let me just tell you why he's going to do that. Because if he got into the Republican uh, Party uh, primary, he, you know, there's two people running right now for governor in the state. He'd finish third. All right, for sure. He would. Uh, he might even finish like fifth if he ran, because Republicanism, conservatism, and Hendren—that's like oil and water. Uh, he does not mix with either one of them anymore. Well, listen. <laughs> You know, I think you are even being charitable <clears throat> to our good friend, and I put that in quotes, uh, Senator Hendren. Hendren was in the Republican Party, it is now obvious, because he could use it to extract power. He did so by becoming the head of the Senate uh, in conjunction with his uncle so that they could 
create outcomes that many times were inconsistent with the desires of our Kansans. And now that he's been pushed out of power, thank goodness, and we've got uh, Jimmy, it's a Jimmy Hickey uh, is now the head of the Senate. All of a sudden, Hendren says, oh, well, guess what? I just discovered I'm not a Republican. No, no. Hendren just discovered that he's out of power. And now he's sniffing around the rose bushes of the neighbor's house to see if he can change the colors uh, of his spots so that he can get elected to another position, this time a governor of the state. It ain't going to happen. He's already embarrassed himself by, by abandoning the party he had claimed an allegiance to. He's described no change in the party that warrants him leaving it. So this is just about pure power, a power grab. And he's embarrassing himself. It's that simple. Yeah, it really, really is. I mean, it is ridiculous, to, to say the least. And, uh, you know, his his whole thing is, a, you know, time things are so, uh, you know, the schism between people and the civility between people. And I'm going to, I'm going to come in and I'm going to solve all of that. Look, that's just B.S., you don't have something good to to bring to the table. You should just stay away from the table and go hungry. Well, Dave, if I can add, remember, this, that was exactly the attitude as that corrupt criminal, uh, the butcher from Brooklyn, Governor Cuomo in New York had. Right. Oh, trust me, I, I, I've got very important things going on here. We need more respirators. And Trump sends them thousands of respirators that they never used. We need more bed space in hospitals, even though the hospitals remained half filled throughout the worst times uh, of covid. And so he sends people infected with covid. He sends a bunch of pox blankets effectively back into where to nursing homes, the most susceptible victims. And he says, oh, you're not allowed to test them. Don't ask any questions. I'm in charge. I'm the boss here. I'm boss hog. And he murdered, murdered 5,000 elderly in doing so. That's what happens when you don't have checks and balances in government. That's what happens when you have people who lust for pure power. That kind of dangerous behavior. Well, so, yeah, he's lusting for pure power. He had yeah. it as a head of the Senate. He's been booted out, and he's sniffing around for it again. No thank right. you, I say. No thank right. you. Well, here's what uh, Janelle had to say. Uh, Janelle Fulmer, chairwoman of the Republican Party of Arkansas, in a release on the Jim Hendren uh, separation from the party. Quote, not once to myself or my predecessor, has Jim Hendren ever picked up the phone to express concerns? He gladly received our substantial support over the years, uh, including a mail piece from us last fall in his bid for re-election. And by the way, those are not cheap. Uh, where no. he ran on the Republican ticket a mere three months ago. The Republican Party has plenty of room for differing ideas. In fact, that is what has made us the majority party of Arkansas. Some of the concerns raised by Jim stem from a presidential primary five years ago, which calls into question his motivation now. This is nothing more than an attempt to garner press for a future independent candidacy for governor. 
knowing that he cannot compete with the conservative records of Attorney General Leslie Rutledge or Sarah Huckabee Sanders. There you got it. She's right on the hit the the nail on the head. Uh, you know the whole thing about Hendren. You know here's the key. If if uh, you know, Hutchinson was looking to run for some office again. He might want to run as an independent. I'm just saying, just because he separates himself so many times from Republican principles. Oh, he has them some, but he doesn't have them all that he needs. And, and he doesn't have them uh, in bright red. He's got them in pastel color. So that's something to, to keep in mind uh, about all of yeah, this. Dave. So see what happens. Real quickly, Rob, hey, i got to take a break. Yeah. Yeah, they interviewed the governor, and he said, well, I respect him, uh, my nephew, but I'm staying in the Republican Party. The question wasn't whether you're staying in the Republican Party. The question is, what do you think of your nephew abandoning it? Let's get an answer to that question. Yeah, that would be a good yeah. good answer to get. I, I would agree with, with that. All right, so Dave Ellswick's show. Uh, let me remind you about St. Clarity Residential Cleaning. Uh, They will deep clean your home for you. And look, if you have a a house of 1,500 square foot, they charge 200 bucks. If you got a house that's like 2,500 square feet, they charge you 300 bucks. But wait, I'm going to do one of those commercials on television. But wait, if you go right through us here at 101.1 FM, uh, the answer and call 401-6560 after 9 o'clock and talk to Chuck you can get a certificate for 50% off. That's right. Instead of $200 for a 1,500 square foot home, only 100 bucks. Uh, instead of $300 for 2,500 square feet, only 150 That was worked out between me and the owner of St. Clarity Residential uh, cleaning. They do a great job. I highly recommend them to you. Uh, it, it takes the burden off of you uh, cleaning the house. And with many of us staying in our homes during COVID-19, a good deep cleaning would be a good thing. And then being stuck now in our houses and can't get out at all uh, because of the snow, uh, they can get back and, and get your house into 100% pristine shape and the products they use kills COVID-19 it does so for a while you can get rid of that germ out of your home as well you 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 just call 404-6560 and talk to the good folks uh here at the station that would be Chuck typically and get yourself a, a certificate and then talk to the great folks at St. Clarity Residential Cleaning. We got more coming your way. We'll finish up the first hour in just a moment on the Dave Ellswick Show. All right, we got about six minutes left here until seven o'clock. Seven o'clock we'll have the news for you and then Chris and Robert will continue with me until seven thirty, seven thirty five Matt Smith uh, will join us. The roads should get cleared a lot better today as the sun comes out. It'll warm up enough that a lot of the, the ice that uh, was on it early this morning uh, should melt off, and we uh, we should be able to move around the area. Now, late tonight, when the temperature really drops low, uh, some of that moisture on the roads is is going to you know, freeze up again. But tomorrow, uh, it looks it's looking a lot better. Uh, bright sunshine, they're saying, tomorrow. And they're saying that the, um, the high tomorrow will be 38 degrees. So that's good. And with old Saul out there uh, putting his 
uh, two cents in. That's going to help. Uh, Sunday, uh, we'll get up to 39, and we look like we're going to get some rain, which that will get some of the snow gone as well because the, the, the rain uh, will warm up and hit that ice and start breaking it up as well. So uh, th- things are looking good in, 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 the, in the future for us. By the middle of next week, by Thursday of next week, we're going to be in the 60s. That's what they're forecasting. So just hang in there. It's going to get a lot better. All right, let, let's get back. And uh, I, di- I didn't ask you, uh, Rob, so let me ask you, uh, Robert Steinbach, our law professor, what did Rush mean to you? Oh, Dave, I first heard Rush when I was driving up to New Hampshire to a friend's wedding, and that had to be uh, 1989 or 1990. This was before Rush was well-known throughout the country. I think it was just shortly after he became syndicated, but he was still not. after he launched. That's right. Um, He wasn't well-known at all. I turned him on. I was just sort of scanning the stations because I was driving out of range of other stations. And I heard him. I heard this odd voice saying these brilliant things. I wasn't alerted to him by anybody else. And and I said, this guy is brilliant. Why haven't I heard these things before? I've been saying some of them, not all of them. I can't take credit for having the brilliant insights that he had even back then. And I was just enamored with it. So I was a early follower of Rush by accident. And ever since then, I tried to follow him. I tried to find him locally. I can't remember how much longer it took me to find him locally. Of course, this is before the Internet, so I couldn't listen to him on the Internet. But I I discovered him, so to speak. I tripped over him on the drive up to New Hampshire and have been hooked ever since. Yeah, he was a great, great talk show host. But on top of that, and I think this is something to understand, uh, in my industry, in the talk industry, a lot of people, some of the people that talk conservatism aren't conservatives. I'm just telling you, they do it as a stick. And, uh, mm. you know, and, and we'll take them. All right. Because at least they're 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 telling some of the truth uh, that you need to know. Uh, but Rush and uh, there's some others now, Hannity, uh, Kirk, uh, that's out there uh, now as talk Sebastian Gorka, some of those folks are, you know, really true believers in the cause. And, and they're out giving you the truth. But Rush was the first talk show host to get on nationally. He saved AM radio, number one. A- AM radio was nothing more than preaching and teaching and things of that nature. And then Rush came on and AM stations got revitalized. And uh, bottom line is... Uh, you know, he, he had major impacts on the Republican Party. He came at the exact right time uh, because Clinton was coming into office. And uh, a lot of the things that Clinton and his wife were trying to do were uh, anthema to uh, what we believe in the re- Republican and conservative movement. And uh, Rush was here at the right time. Again, for people who ask me who's going to take his place, no one will take Rush Limbaugh's place. Rush was one of a kind. Uh, The rest of us just had him as our mentor. 
All right, we'll be back with Robert. We'll be back with uh, Chris in just a moment. But right now, news is coming your way here at 101.1 FM, The Answer. Dave's and uh, Dave Ellswick show. Good to have you with us. Uh, I, I wanted to just expand just a moment, uh, just for a moment, uh, about something that I mentioned in the last hour, and that is that uh, your local talk station depends on local advertising uh, to exist. Uh, the money that comes in from like a, a Sean Hannity show or uh, Sebastian Gorka or Larry Elder or whoever the national hosts are, that money stays with the company wherever it's at. Like uh, I'm with Salem. It stays with them and it stays uh, in their companies located out uh, in uh, in California. Then you got Cumulus, and you and you've got iHeart, and you've Intercom, and you got all these different companies out there that own stations. The only thing that keeps a local host on a station, let me just be very honest about this, is money. I'm just telling you, it comes down to money because the stations or the companies that own these stations. Uh, can put on one of their, uh, you know, corporate network stars uh, in any, you know, segment of time on any station. And uh, and, it, and and they don't have to pay anybody. They're already paying that person something. So it doesn't matter how many stations there are. Now, there might be something in their, in their contract that says if you pass this many stations, you get a bump or something. But the bottom line is, and this is what I mean. If you're a local businessman and you believe in what, for instance, that I'm saying here on this station and the information that I'm getting out to you so that you can keep uh, abreast of what your local governments are doing and things of that nature, uh, because that's what I zero in on, then you've got to be part of the fight. And to be part of the fight means that you've got to buy advertising. People are listening. There's no doubt that people listen to these shows. So if you want to reach those people and you want to further the cause of what's going on on the show, you got to get you got to get part of it. Now, I know for a fact in talking to people, Dave, I've been talked to, I've been talked to by people who've come in and they've said to me, "Well, I'm not going to use you because you uh, you 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 advertise on the Dave Ellswick show." 
and I don't like what he stands for. Folks, you can't, you can't uh, do anything with a person like that except fight back. And you've got to be part of the fight. And being part of the fight, you don't have to spend a lot of money. Uh, you know, advertising on a local station is very cost-effective, and it's a great form of advertising. <clears throat> we don't expect you to just throw your money away. We know that you're not. And the key is you've got to be part of the fight as well. And there's more, and there's a lot of people that are, are saying, well, I'm not going to do that because uh, somebody won't like me or won't like my business. They don't like your business anyway. Just keep that in mind. <laughs> right. It's just the way it is. It's like saying, uh, well, I'm not going to do that because uh, X, Y, or Z hates me, and they already hate you. That's not going to change it. it. It's just going to embolden them more. So I'm just going to make a personal appeal. You know, call one of the people, salespeople here at this station and, and talk to them and get, be a part of the Dave Ellswick show. If you Dave, can I add something station. to that? Yeah, go can ahead. I add to, because sincerely, uh, people have stopped me. You know this is the case. I've gone to gun shows. I've gone elsewhere. Yeah. You know I have a bit of a quirky voice, and that's an understatement. They've literally walked by me and heard me talking to, amongst others, Chris at a gun show. And they said, haven't I heard you on the Dave Ellswick show? And we got to talking. And they told me explicitly that, oh, well, you know, I use the such-and-such company that Dave uh, advertises. Uh, Why? Uh, Because Dave recommended them, and it strikes me that's as good, if not better, a source of information to make a decision uh, than just, you know, opening what used to be the yellow pages or going on the Internet, that type of thing. So I know that people rely on this, and I'll say something even more. Uh, They go with you, Dave. Their allegiance is to the Dave Ellswick voice, not to the radio station, not to anybody else, because they've heard you for 50 years, and they say, well, I listen to Dave, and he tells me, the truth. He tells me reality. Why should I not consider that the same thing when he's endorsing a company? I realize that the companies pay money for advertising fees, but you still won't advertise for a company if you don't think they're good. That's so right. people rely on that. Well, that's what I always say on the air. Uh, you know, my word is all I have uh, right. when I'm on the air, and I won't do anything uh, to break my word. Now, I've, I've had in the past one, one or two over the the 21 years that I've been on the air here, I've had two advertisers that I've uh, I've broken uh, away from that uh, they were not that doing happens, what they right? said. Yeah, it's going to yep. happen. And right. uh, it's like when you go out and you get something done and it doesn't work out and then the company doesn't back up their work. Uh, you're going to exactly. run into those people. And the bottom line is uh, I don't let those people stay on the air. Now, however, people like P.I. Roofing, David Lucas and others who have been advertised, uh, advertising with me a, a decade, two decades, uh, those are people that I use, and I can tell you beyond a shadow of a doubt that they're great people. All right, enough of that. That's an, enough of that. I don't want to uh, belabor the point, but again, if you're a, a local businessman, you need to be part of the battle, and to be part of the battle is to make sure that the message is getting out. And uh, talk radio is going to become one of the last vestiges of places that conservatives can be heard at because Facebook's taking us off, Twitter's taking us off, Google's taking us off. They're going to take us out of the, try to take us out of the, the dig, digital world. And you who are younger need to understand that 
and understand that these tech companies are not your friend. They are not. No way. No way. That's just something to <laughs> under. That's something big to understand. Technology is a great thing, uh, but uh, Zuckerberg and all of them—they're—they're they're all big time uh, libs and and socialists. They make money hand over fist because they're part of the elite. It's the new Big Brother, Dave. It's literally the new big brother in society. It's not government, although government's trying. Joe Biden's trying to catch up. He doesn't want those tech companies to beat him. But the new big brother, which, of course, you know, is a term from the book 1984. The new big brother are leftist, woke uh, media companies, the social media companies. No question about it. That word woke scares me still. I told you when I first heard it. Robert, that's what the left is good at. The left is, and, and Chris, you can jump in on this. The left is really good at uh, being able to, to brand things in a way that I believe younger people really attach themselves to and then really older people. Let me tell you what a lot of older people did uh, in this last election. They believed what the uh, Democratic Party was saying, that the Republican Party wanted to cut social security and they were going to take money from old people on social security that was fabricated it was made up it wasn't true and it didn't matter how many people said it enough people had said it on the internet that the people believed that before they believed the actual fact that the republicans had nothing in their repertoire to get rid of social security Unbelievable, but that's what happened. And if you tried to go on the online and explain that, they would uh, throw shade all over you, so that nobody could see you or hear you. That just that is definitely the way they're going. Boy, I'm getting with it now, guys. I'm even using the terminology right. You know, throwing shade on you. You're absolutely right, Dave. And you say, well, they are great at communicating, at salesmanship, this kind of thing. Yes, because they run Hollywood. The left runs Hollywood, and they'll drum you out if you are a conservative. You know, they drummed out that woman, I forget her name, uh, the, uh, f- from that new Star Wars show. And they said, and the New York Times has said she made anti-Semitic comments. That is a lie. Yeah, it Remember, is a lie. of course, and I did not remind you, I'm Jewish. I know anti-Semitism. I can smell anti-Semitism. I've seen anti-Semitism in the woke leftist academia. But she, you know what she said? She said that some of the leftist behavior looked like what took place under the Nazis. That's not anti-Semitism. That's the opposite. That's saying what the Nazis did was bad. And guess what? Let me smell. There it is. It smells a lot like that same kind of behavior. But no. Yes. They twisted it 180 degrees. They fired her from that Star Wars show. Yeah, and that, that's Gina Carrero. That's who you're talking thank about. Thank you. It's a, yeah. And guess who hired her, by the way? Uh, yeah. Ben Shapiro, ben the Shapiro. Orthodox Jew. You think an Orthodox Jew is going to hire an anti-Semite? Of course not, that, because me, the left is a bunch of liars. Here's the key. Both Robert and Ben are, are uh, practicing Orthodox Jews. For instance, I don't text Ben on a Saturday because that's Shabbat. All right, that's that's their day of 
for a Christian, that's your church day. Let's just put it that way. All right. It's your Sabbath. So, it means, yeah. The word literally means Sabbath, and he's more observant than I. And uh, uh, that's right. Uh, and we practice Judaism. We know. Sorry, I'm not. I'm not buying into this leftist no, uh, notion that you can't be. Um, uh, um, you, you have to be a member of the group to know such things. That is not the case. But certainly, being a member uh, doesn't uh, um, preclude you from knowing, and often gives you some information uh, that uh, would require someone outside the group to research. Many do. That's why I can say, for example, that, and I know we're going to talk about it, that what this Judge Wendell Griffin did yeah, is racist, segment. anti-Christian <laughs> behavior. I ain't a Christian, and I still can smell the racist anti-christian behavior all right we're going to talk about uh, the judge when we come back and uh complete transparency here chris corbett has brought uh you know a, a, a lawsuit against the judge trying to get him thrown off of a court case we're going to talk about that when we come back right now it's 18 after 7 it is a friday the roads are still slick slow down uh, don't get out on 67 and think you're going to go 80. Uh, you can go 80, but you may end up into the retaining wall uh, down the road a little bit. Don't forget about PI Roofing. I talked, I just kind of mentioned them in passing a moment ago. PI Roofing has been with me since they basically launched their business, the, the Roof Leak Detectives. And Joel Johnson and Veronica have been integral parts of the Dave Ellswick show. One, they know they're going to get a bang for their buck. Uh, they're going to get people calling them and asking to get their roofs fixed because I have my roof fixed by PI Roofing. Uh, also, uh, they believe in the cause. They believe in uh, the things that we talk about here on the show. What does that mean for you who is a, a listener? It means Number one, I can tell you, if you have a roof problem or you want to make sure you don't have a roof problem, that you're going to get some of the best, uh, you know, work done by PI Roofing. They are the real deal. Uh, you, know, you know, Johnson uh, tests his people before he even lets them get on your roof. And they don't pick. They don't pull up in some rickety old, uh, uh, you know, uh, pickup truck with ladders hanging off the side, and they're banging and all kinds of stuff, and then leave your house a mess because they don't pick up after themselves after they work. No, these are the real professionals. They come in. They decide, you know, is there a problem? If there's a problem, they'll tell you, and they'll tell you what it's going to take to solve it. They'll tell your uh, insurance company the same thing, and then they'll get it done for you, and you will know that it's been done right. If something happens to go wrong, then they'll fix it. There'll be no argument. They'll come out. They'll look at it. They'll fix it. They'll get it 100%. That's what makes them so great. You get a hold of PI Roofing. Now, have them come out after, you know, snow comes off the roof a little bit and have them look at your house. They can just walk on your roof and tell if there's things that need to be done. Uh, give them a call at 707-3551. 707-3551. You tell them, hey, Dave Ellswick said you're the best, and I believe in what Dave says, and I know that you stand for what Dave says, and let them do their job for you. That's PI Roofing, PIRoofing.com. 
All right, back 24 minutes after 7 here on the Dave Ellswick Show. And, Chris, this is, has a lot to do with you. Uh, full transparency here. Uh, we're going to talk about Wait Wendell Griffin. Uh, we're going to talk about Wendell Griffin. Uh, look, he's no doubt a liberal. He is a, quote, woke judge. And, uh, and, and I wouldn't want to go in front of him with my record of being a conservative. So... You, as a lawyer, a lot of times you don't get to pick your judges. In fact, I don't think you ever get to pick your judges. And sometimes, perhaps, uh, a a judge takes up one of your particular clients and he has said things about what your client is involved in and how he's going to rule. And um, you got to stand up in front of him and hope for a, a fair judgment. That's why you're you're in the fight that you're in with uh, with Griffin right now. Is that right? That's right. That's right, Dave. I had a I had a case, a motion for summary judgment uh, last Friday, and um, the day before, uh, Judge Wendell Griffin had put a statement out on his blog, and I was unaware of this statement. I happened to see it the morning, Friday morning of the hearing. Uh, Trent Garner posted something. I thought, wow, a sitting state senator has called a judge out as a racist and a bigot. I was like, holy cow. And then uh, 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 I texted um, Trent Garner through Twitter and asked him where he got that. And sure enough, there's a blog out there that that states that this is Wendell Griffin stating white Christianity is a delivery system for white supremacy. What? White Christians have long been fierce opponents to desegregated public desegregated public education. What? The things he said were outlandish. He said white Christians are the biggest supporters of Zionism and the Israeli government apartheid regime. I, I was stunned. I was like, a judge can't say this. A sitting judge can't say this because we've got rules against that. If it appears that a judge is going to rule a certain way, from a statement he's made in the public outside of the courtroom, then he should disqualify himself. And that's all I've said in in the case, that uh, he's made this statement. It appears that he is ruling in a certain way because of the statement. I complained of uh, um, a, a very good wastewater operator named James Young uh, got fired uh, because he was from Scotland. He has this heavy Scottish accent. He's been discriminated against, um, wrongfully fired. And um, Judge Wendell Griffin saw fit to dismiss the case, I mean, saying it wasn't a question of fact. But there's no question here. And and from his statement, it appears, Dave, uh-huh. from his statement, that he thinks a white man or a white Christian can't be discriminated against. A white man created a system. I've tried to – I'm straining my brain here, Dave. How can he think this? Here's how he does it, and here's what he thinks. He thinks that a white man can't be discriminated against because it's a white system and it's run by white people. I'm like, what? And white Christians. It's outlandish and it makes no logic. It's devoid of all logic. Um, Intellectual, uh, it's just lacking. And I'm stunned by it, Dave. I'm stunned by it. I have to be, be careful because this is a sensitive topic, right? But judges need to be held to a higher standard. And that's all I've done here, Dave. Called him out on it. And that's what uh, loving Christians are supposed to do. You know, he's complaining that uh, white Christians sit by and do nothing. Well, not this one. I'm going to stand up and say something. Okay, so where does this leave you? I mean, are, are you hoping that 
you know, he's taking off, taking you know, off this case or what? I do, I do, and he's got to disqualify himself. Um, uh, if if the result is the same in front of another judge, okay, I'm not going to like it. I do have the right to appeal. We'll, we'll exhaust the appeal process. Uh, it's going to cost my client some money to appeal. Uh, Rob and I have a have a case right now in front of the Supreme Court that the uh, the cost of a record. It shouldn't be a dollar fifty a page. It, it prevents people from getting into court. And in this case, Judge Wendell Griffin has uh, decided to dismiss this case, which we can appeal. But and the case is two years old, and we've got thou- a thousand pages. It's going to cost my client fifteen hundred bucks to appeal this atrocious ruling and get his day in court. All we asking for is a day in court to present the case. And Wendell Griffin decided to cut that off. Because it's not a question of fact whether or not okay. this white man uh, from Scotland was discriminated against. Now this has been going on for quite some time with him, and uh, I personally think that uh, he should be uh, disbarred and should not be able to be a, a judge here in Arkansas. But that's for another show. We'll talk about it. We are out of time, gentlemen. I will see you again next uh, Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Robert Steinbach, thank you so much for being part of the show today. And, sure uh, of thing, course, uh, Chris Corbett, thank you, sir. And when you get ready to decide which pot you're going to sit on and make your deposit, <laughs> let me let me know so that uh, we can get you, you on and you can talk about it. All right, I we'll take a break. It. All right, we'll take a break. <laughs> and we got Rush coming up, uh, one of the best of for him. He's going to be part of our show into the indefinite future. Here's Rush now. All right, we are back with you 25 minutes till 8, and as he does on most Fridays, Matt Smith is with us uh, to talk about what's going on at the theaters. Matt has been open since March. Uh, A lot of the big theater chains around the area have been closed because of COVID-19. Matt went out of his way to keep deep cleaning his uh, facilities, making them safe for you to go, uh, keeping social distancing requirements, and you could still go see a movie on the big screen and get a bucket of great theater popcorn and whatever it was that you wanted to drink, whether it's a Diet Coke or or a a Blue Moon beer or whatever. And uh, Matt joins us now here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Matt, people have been in their houses uh, basically since Monday. there's, I mean, they just haven't been able to get out and get around. That's starting to change. It will change even more so today as we get uh, bright sunshine all day long. So uh, people are going to want to get out and get away from the stale air of being in their house into the fresh air of being outside and walking into the theater and smelling that popcorn popping. Uh, so tell them uh, what's playing right now and what uh, what's coming, uh, what's new that they need to know about. Yes, come see us this weekend. Come check it out. And I would encourage everyone to visit our websites for current features and showtimes, uh, when we're open, what time we open, what time we close. Hit those websites. In Little Rock, it's Riverdale10.com, CabotVIPCinema.com, and your hometown, Dave. Yep. CerseCinema.com in Cersei, OaksVIPCinema.com in Batesville, and, of course, Hot Springs, VIP.com in Hot Springs. We're serving beer and wine, luxury leather electric recliners with tables and reserved seating in all auditoriums. And, of course, we've got a full food menu from chicken strips to White Castle cheeseburger sliders to pizza to 
you know, chocolate pie, whatever you might possibly want. Pretzels, bratwurst, hot dogs. So check it out. We got some specials going. Uh, $1 candy, $5 popcorns, $3 nachos. All movie tickets are 5 bucks on Tuesday night. Everybody gets in for just $5. And check those websites for updated current features and showtimes. Don't put in, you know, a search in Google. Don't go to Fandango. Our websites are updated in real time. So be sure to check those out. Yeah, if we, you just go, by the way, if they just go to Riverdale10.com, they can get to every one of your theater's websites, correct? Yes, go to Riverdale10, and that's Riverdale10.com. You don't have to write it out. It's a number, Riverdale10.com. And there's a theater list there. You can just click, check out all the theaters, look at what's playing, look at what's going on. And I encourage you to do that so uh, you know when we're open. And, hey, if you buy a ticket through our website, something happens. You can't make it. You know, you pull a Dave Ellswick. You drive down a hill that's ice. You can't drive back up. <laughs> pull a Dave. If that happens to you, if you bought your ticket through our website, we can refund the money to you. All you got to do is shoot us over an email. So it is best to use our website. Now, we use all ticketing outlets that are available out there, you know, Fandango, Flixster, whatever. But it's best if you use our website. We can give you individual service and take care of you that way. And if you're looking for movies, hey, got some great stuff on this weekend. We really do. Uh, people say, you know, including our local Philip Martin with the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, our local critic, they say No Man Land is the best movie that has been released this past year, and they expect it to just clean up at the Academy Awards. So that is new. It is out today, and you can see it at all five locations. So be sure to check that out, No Man Land. We're yeah, that's still star- By the way, just for everybody to know, yes. that stars Robin Wright. She She's directed. in Land, L-A-N-D, oh, Land. Okay. Yes. We got two. We got two with that title. Nomad Land and yeah. Land. <laughs> oh, okay. We got both of them. All right. So the bottom, the bo- the bottom line, uh, both of these movies are, are supposed to be very, very good, and they're saying that uh, Robin Wright could see, uh, you know, a, a, a chance at getting Best Director at the Academy Awards. Are you hearing that, too? The cinematography from Land is uh, exceptional. It's beautiful. The the Rocky Mountains, it's great. She does a good job. Of course, she stars in this film, and she also directs this film. Uh, and it is just spectacular. It is it is a beautiful film. It is it is shot well. It is it is wonderful. It's on the screen at all locations, as well as new today, Nomad Land. Okay. So you know, be sure to check those out. Of course, uh, we're still playing the Marksman with Liam Neeson. I know you love that movie. Um, great action yeah, film. Yes, that's still on the screen. Um, the Little Things with Denzel Washington. News of the World with Tom Hanks. Uh, we are still playing Monster Hunter, and I believe you saw that one. I think you enjoyed it. Yeah, it was I fun. It, I went in knowing exactly what I was going to get. It's a game that was made into a movie, and uh, if you just want to go to see a movie that you can turn your mind off on and enjoy what's going on on the screen, eat some popcorn drink some Diet Coke or whatever it is that you drink uh, and enjoy it, and it's got, uh, you know, Milo in it, then you want to go see that movie. I Wonder go see Woman 1984, still on the screen. Yeah. Uh, we're playing Crudes 2, A New Age for the Kids, PG, extremely family appropriate. You can bring yep. out the little ones, you know, grand, Grandma and Grandpa can go. Great family film. And, uh, yeah. 
cool little western, The World to Come, just came out. Nice little western set in the 19th century. That's Tom Hanks on the screen. is good in it. It is. It is. And, you know, a couple, couple, couple of unique things about this film, Minari. Um, Minari's on the screen at Riverdale 10, Riverdale10.com. Uh, the movie is set in Arkansas in the 1980s uh, about a family trying to start a farm. And the uh, man who wrote the film uh, is from Arkansas. Minari's a cool little film. Yeah, so but, uh, uh, be sure to check that out. You can see it on the big screen at Riverdale 10. Go a little bit deeper in that. This is not just an, just an Arkansan family. This is like a South Korean family or something, right? Yes. They, uh, they live in California. And decide they want a different life. They want to do their own thing. So they move to Arkansas, buy some land, and they want to start a farm. And so the whole family's there. Mom, dad, the kids, the grandmother. And it is very Arkansas authentic. I mean, you can tell that the the writer of the screenplay knows Arkansas. It's, it's, it's a cool, neat little film. It is on everybody's top ten lists. Um, Nomad Land and Minari are pretty much number one, number two for the best movies of 2020 on all the critics' films lists. Did and you? I would encourage everyone to go to our website and sign up for our email newsletter. We send out an email newsletter every every week. tells you what's going on at the theater, brings you up to date on discounts and specials, tells you about our, our special screenings, our special movies. We sent out an email uh, in our email newsletter, our e-blast last week. We sent out a link where you could just click the link and watch Minari at home if you wanted to do that since you were snowed in, right? Right. So you, you're, you're you're snowed in. We we closed. We had to close Sunday. We, we got in our 2 o'clock show on Sunday. We had to close. We're opening back up today. But if you were an email newsletter subscriber, in your email you got a link, and you could click on that link and watch Minari. Wow. And so we do things like that through our email newsletter. I encourage everyone to sign up. Just go to the website, Riverdale10.com, and click Newsletter. And you just enter your email address, and that newsletter comes out each week to you. Hooks you up with discounts and specials. Would it would have given you that link to see that film? And you know, hey, you can learn about stuff like the classic movie, which we've got going on Tuesday, March the ninth at seven p.m. And it's Grease. Yeah, you can go see Grease again. Hey, can I go to, back to Minari just for something Absolutely. for people to 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 know? Uh, the lead actor in this is somebody that you will recognize if you used to watch AMC and uh, The Walking Dead. Uh, S- Stephen Yun is in this, and he's the guy that uh, the Asian American that was in The Walking Dead, and uh, you'll recognize him immediately. And he shows his acting chops now. I mean, he's a he's a great actor. And uh, you'll enjoy th- that movie. Just just think of yourself if you were from a foreign cu- a culture, and uh, although you had been living in California, you suddenly find yourself uh, in a double wide in the middle of nowhere, trying to start a farm in Arkansas. What that would be like? It is a tour de force for him. It is his best role. Um, you will know him from The Walking Dead. But to see him in this role and to play someone's dad and to play someone's husband and the way he pulls off what he does in the film uh, is a shocking difference for people. Yes, there is. So there, be sure to check that out. Totally hey, if if you if you're snowed in, right? Shoot us over an email and we'll get you that email newsletter link. Okay? There you go. So we'll take care of you. So just you know, you can just go to the website Riverdale10.com and click contact us. Send in an email, and we'll get you that email newsletter 
or excuse me, we'll get you that link. We'll get an email to you so you can check out Minari from the comfort of your own home if your road is iced up like Dave's. We'll do that for you. But I encourage everyone to go to that website and sign up for the email newsletter. All the deals and all the specials are on there. Yeah, the, uh, the top of, of it says Minari. It says, this is the movie that we need right now. What that means, I don't know, but the bottom line is uh, that's, the, that's your branding state. It's just a good, it's just a good family story. And, and, I mean, it's like Nomadland number one, Minari number two on all those lists. And if, if you read the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, go to the movie style section today, and just there's a tremendous review in there for Nomadland. Got a great review and some information uh, on Minari, a lot of details with the movie. And Land, you know, the the Robin Wright Penn movie that you're talking about. Great review in there today as well for that. Okay. Hey, so, No Man Land, just so everybody, Francis McDormand is in that movie. And just on that reason, you should go see it. She is I mean, one of the most underappreciated actors. Th- I think she's as good as Meryl Streep. What do you think? I don't like Meryl Streep, so I mean, well, I know, I but as an actor, me. I think you're baiting me with no, the question, as an, right? As an actress, I mean, eh, she's had what you know. 21 Academy Award nominations, so she's she's one of the greats uh, of, of filmdom. But Frances McDormand mm. is yeah. also one of the great actresses of our generation. Well, look at Fargo. Look yeah. at that movie. Look at what she did with that. I mean, not yes, absolutely. But 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 you know. Nomad Land, much like Minari, both of those films grab your heart. They're going to bring some emotion out in you. That uh, they're just tremendous. Yes, she always does a good job. Yes, obviously she's as good as Meryl Streep. Uh, and you know what else is great about her is she, you know, she puts in the work, right? She makes these movies. She puts in the work. She's not shooting her mouth off, which I love, right? Yep. I love that, you know. Yeah. Um, she gets out. <laughs> I don't. She, I don't she lets like her work the, uh, speak for her. That's what she lets speak. What's that? She lets her work speak for her. And that's the way it should be. I mean, she, she's be, been great you know? in movies ever since Blood Simple. Oh, man. Oh, what a classic. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah, I mean, great. That's true. Great yeah, actor. you had to go there. That's a great one. <laughs> yeah, it is a good one. Well, she's married to one of the Cohen brothers. Can you maybe And maybe that's what helped that extra kick in Fargo to get that movie just right over the top. You know, yeah. that's that's... Yes, that that film is perfectly executed. That is a great motion picture, no doubt about it. All right, going to take a break, come back. Matt Smith is my guest. We're going to talk more about the movies. Get out and see a movie this weekend. You've been stuffed up in your house. Get out and see a movie, and you can do it at any of the, the uh, VIP cinemas in Hot Springs, here in uh, Little Rock, uh, up in my hometown of Cabot, up in Searcy, or out in Batesville. We'll tell you where all of those are and how you can access what's playing when we get back here on the Dave Ellswick Show. I want to remind you about another man who's been advertising with me uh, for over a decade. In in fact, was a part of my show when uh, we were over at another radio station. That's David Lucas. David Lucas used to come on my show, and he would talk uh, the economy and things of that nature because he really knows about that stuff. Uh, he would talk about the Federal Reserve and, and some of the things that they were doing and why it might be good or why it might be bad. He would talk about saving for retirement, all of those things. Well, now he's got a uh, brochure out. Uh, that will really help you in retirement. He's got 31 questions that you should ask yourself and then come up with an answer for each of those. And if you can't answer those, those questions 
correctly, you should be uh, getting those things fixed up because you could be derailing your retirement. Now, if you're past 40 years old and you're not saving money for retirement, smarten up. I mean, I know that sometimes times are lean, but you should always put back 10% of whatever you're making, one for your church, and then secondly for your retirement, and live on the rest. But make it just something that you're going to do. You're going to put 10% in for savings. You'll be amazed at how fast that will cure for you and help you when you get 65, 70s, whatever it is, when you're going to retire and, and you get the money. They say you need $2 million now when you retire because after taxes and everything else, you're not going to have $2 million. I'm just letting you know that now. And David will help you learn how to make sure you've got more money and that you, you know, will, uh, you know, your money's going to outlive you, not you outlive your money. That's not a good thing. Go to davidlucas.com. That's David Lucas Financial, pardon me, davidlucasfinancial.com, and get a copy of that brochure today. Okay, something that uh, Matt said uh, in uh, the last segment that I want to jump on real quickly, coming up here on the 9th of March is our next classic movie, uh, the Dave Ellswood classic movie, and it's Grease. And the tickets are on sale. Just go to Riverdale10.com, uh, pull down coming attractions. You'll see Grease. Click on the picture. It'll take you to the site where you can buy your tickets online. And, uh, again, all social distancing, all that stuff is followed, and uh, you'll be safe. We had a great turnout uh, this month uh, uh, for, of course, Casablanca. Uh, and we had a, almost a completely sold-out theater for that, and I would expect that we'll probably add a couple of theaters for Greece. Everybody loves that movie. I mean, they love that movie. Don't forget, in August, back on the big screen, I'm going to give you an update real quick. In August, Blazing Saddles. Uh, that will be my First Amendment motion picture, Freedom of Speech, because that movie could not be reshot today. Uh, the way it was shot then. It's a great, it's one of the classic comedies of all time. All right, so, yeah. Matt, let, let's run back uh, past, uh, remind everybody where the VIP cinemas are. Uh, again, go to Riverdale 10, that's number 1010.com, and you can uh, access all of these websites and find out what's playing. But Matt's going to go run over them real quickly so that if you're driving down the road, you can start making plans on getting out tonight if you want to. Go yeah, ahead, Matt. We're in Hot Springs, hotspringsvip.com. Check us out there in Hot Springs. Of course, in Little Rock, riverdale10.com. Dave's hometown of Cabot, cabotvipcinema.com. Cersei. CerseiCinema.com, and of course in Batesville, it's OaksVIPCinema.com. Or go to Riverdale10.com and click Theaters. In fact, you can click Theaters on any of those websites and see all the other locations. So we'll be open this weekend. Come check us out. All movies are $5 on Tuesday. Like Dave said, Tuesday, March the 9th at 7 p.m. We're playing Grease, PG. It's back on the big screen. Go to the website to get your tickets. And you can go to the website and click Coming Soon, and you'll see all the classic movie lineup for all of 2021. 
plus the other movies that we have uh, on the way. Got a lot of a lot of a lot of good hits coming up uh, on the 26th. We'll have Tom and Jerry, a great cartoon for the kids. March the 5th, Chaos Walking from Lionsgate. Also March the 5th from Disney, Raya and the Last Dragon. And also on March the 5th, we have a movie called Boogie from Focus Features uh, about a basketball player. All top movies, those are coming up on March the 5th. Be sure to check those out. Uh, the Courier with, uh, comes out on March the 19th from, uh, from Lionsgate, so you want to see that. But check coming soon to see all the films uh, we've got coming to the big screen for you. We are open, serving beer and wine, full food menus, pizza, chicken strips, White Castle cheeseburger sliders, pretzels, anything you might want to eat, and luxury leather electric recliners with tables and reserved seating at all those locations. So be sure to check that out. And this week, got some great films on. The Marksman with Liam Neeson, News of the World with Tom Hanks. We're playing Land with Robin Wright Penn, Wonder Woman 1984, The Little Things with Denzel Washington, Monster Hunter, Crudes 2, A New Age, good for the whole family, the World to Come, which is a Western, and then, of course, Minari, which was written by an Arkansan, and the film is set in Arkansas. So be sure to check that out. And I encourage everyone to visit our website to see when we're open, to get our features and showtimes, buy your tickets through our website. In case uh, something happens, we can take care of you and you know refund your money if you can't make it in. Like I said earlier, if you're like Dave and you get out and you can't get back, <laughs> we're going to be here for you. Be sure to do that. And I encourage everyone to sign up for those email newsletters just to get those specials and see what we got going on. Go to the website, click newsletter, enter your email, and you stay up to date all the time, including the discounts. We got one dollar candy, three dollar nachos, five dollar popcorn. Get all the information right there. Now, I wanted to let everybody know I'm I'm excited uh, coming up in, in March. There's a couple movies out that I really want to see. Wrath of Man, which is a new one with Jason Statham, a brand a brand new uh, trailer just came out yesterday for that. It looks awesome. It's being directed by Guy Ritchie. Guy Ritchie either hits a home run or he totally whiffs. I think he's going to hit a, to- a home run with this movie just because of the cast that he has in it. And then, of course, coming up on the 31st, the last day of March, Godzilla versus King Kong. Dude, I'll That's be there. Be a lot of fun. I'll be in the front row. Be a lot I'll of be fun. in the be front lot of fun. row. Now, All when right. Guy Ritchie has missed it, he's struck out. Which ones are a strikeout? Yeah, I'm just thinking... Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll. You caught me unprepared. Let me talk about that next Friday, all right? You got it, buddy. Come all right, we'll us. talk to you later. Riverdale10.com. All right, thank you, buddy. Matt Smith here on the Dave Elster. He caught me not prepared. I'm sorry. I'm usually unprepared. I think about questions like that. But he has hit some movies, Dis- basically ones that had Madonna in them. All right, we'll be back with more. Uh, on Monday, 6 a.m. That's when I'll get back with you here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Power panel will be in. We should be in studio then, I hope. And uh, Heidi will get to go home. She's been at the studio since Monday. What a yeoman's task she's done. What a great worker she is. And we appreciate her beyond uh, anything that I could really say. Bottom line is, see you Monday. Have a great weekend. And let's do it again starting at 6. Bye-bye now.